Well, here we are. It's Fork Sports Highway. And um, tonight it's Messe in Inter Miami, MSL. Arise batting 403. Dalvin Cook released by the Vikings. The Nuggets have a double triple double and take a 2 1 lead on the uh, Miami Heat. The Panthers are home for game three in the. Uh, NHL playoffs, Stanley Cup playoffs. Um, boy, there's a ton and ton of sports going on. Um, Bill underwent some uh, medical procedures, so we we're missing the legend Bill Deutsch tonight. Uh, he probably could have been here, but he did do some testing, and I think he's a little under the weather after undergoing what he was going through. Get well, Bill. Yeah, get well, Bill. I think he'll be all right. And then we've got the delightful Raven Carlson in the house. Hi. Sorry if I smell like horse, guys. Horse. She horse. smells like horse. I probably smell like horse. Okay, well, I... I Good day for it. I can't smell anything. I, I'm years and years of abuse, so there you go. I can't, can't deal with that. But anyway, yeah, we got all kinds of uh, sports to talk about, um, and then hopefully we get connected with uh, my... my uh, Supersonic? Well, Supersonic will be on, I'm sure, and then and then we've got our, our special guest, if we can get him on. Um, I know he's a busy man, and he's traveling all over the world, so... Uh, but we'll give him a call here in a little while and, and see how it goes. Um, I gave him a little of alert to head a heads up, but I don't know, you know, let's... Uh, I think I'll just dive right into the, the Lionel Messe uh, uh, soccer. And, and what I know about soccer is basically what I've gleaned off of the Ted Lasso show on, on, on uh, oh, Apple TV. And, and so I, it, it's, it, it's, it's one of the most popular shows on, on uh, streaming services. Uh, it stars uh, uh, Jason, uh, what's his name, Sudakis? Yep, Sudakis. Sudakis. And isn't he one of the... It's like one of the horrible bosses. I think he's on there. Uh, he's done yeah, a lot of great com- stuff. He's a comedian. Yeah, yeah. And 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 so that that the show is a is is a comedy based on soccer in England. He's like a he's like a a football coach in Oklahoma, and he relocates to to London or to England and and becomes a soccer coach, and and so it all goes off from there. But that's what I know about soccer. But I do know that Lionel Messi is like the number one player in the world, and he's left the Argentine team now and signed with MLS Miami um, Inter. Is that what it was called? Yeah, Inter Miami. Inter Miami Club. And, yeah. And, and did, you said you pulled up some, some. I think I got you some details to your right there oh, on uh, the, like some big uh, revenue generating sharing. And uh, I will say we got John Beardgarten and Keith Cummings in the chat. I want to give them a shout out of what's up. There we go, oh. and, and I think uh, you know here's 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 the details on the Lionel Messi sweepstakes and the big soccer deal. So I'll let Raven have that. I think. Oh yay! Oh, my gosh. Well, people would rather see you read than me. I'm pretty positive of that. I don't know I, why, why. I'm not sure I, what, I guess, what it is. I guess speak, speaking of attire, Keith in the chat says, "Are you, Monty? Are you not feeling well? You're not wearing any New York sports team merchandise, which I think is like the first in a long time." 
Well, I mean, Under Armour is kind of still a thing, isn't it? It's well, it's sportswear, sports. but it's not not New York sports. So yeah, yeah. There you go. Well, and, and my hat's an Adidas hat, but I, yeah, no, I, I, I well, if you, if you guys are missing that, I can certainly get something on. Okay. Don't look at my attire. I literally was just riding horse and sweating in like ninety degree weather. So. Oh, we, we, I think we like that. I totally lost track of time. I literally ran in as soon as he was starting. Yeah, good day for horse riding. Oh, goodness gracious. Tell, tell us about that soccer. All right, so Lionel Messi uh, sweepstakes appear over. The most uh, covenant covered. Coveted? Coveted, yes. Free agent in soccer history is set to sign with Major League Soccer Inter-Miami. Uh, the Athletic re- reported on Tuesday. Okay, I'm sorry. I can't read today. Uh, that MLS had come up with a creative pinch pitch uh, to subscribers to the MLS season. Season pass on Apple TV, along with help from Adidas offering uh, a profit-sharing agreement. Uh, German Adidas brand. Wait, Adidas is German? Yeah. yeah. If he's, what, that, there's that new uh, Michael Jordan uh, shoe licensing movie, uh, Air, where they, how they came up with the Air Jordans, and they show him being like interviewed by Adidas going to Germany, and they're kind of playing up all the cliches and stereotypes and all that. Yeah. Hmm. Well, you learn something new every day. <laughs> anyway, Adidas brand had worked with uh, Missy since 2006, signing a lifetime footwear deal in 2017. MLS formally confirmed that the deal is still in finaling stages. Yeah, and, and you know I, what I was uh, understanding was that he may end up with a, an ownership interest in the team before everything's all said and done. And um, I know Dale, you brought it up earlier that this was uh, similar to yeah, like yeah, Pele signing with the uh, New York Cosmos. Yes, mm-hmm. and, and, and I mean that was way back in the early 70s and that was a thing that was supposed to you know kick off soccer in america and it's come a long way it certainly has because there's high school soccer teams now and and there's college soccer teams in the united states uh kids from grand forks go off to other schools across the country play soccer um but it's still not as big as football yeah yeah. you know that's football in the rest of the world well we like to joke on the show you know on uh in the past last couple years here how WNBA the success and not so much success would you say mls is bigger or about the same or not as successful as WNBA? i'd say it's probably more successful i I think i think it really is i I know that team the the in in st paul the uh what are they called? They're the oh man, the loons or no? I I, the, I, can, I can have that for you in me, a sec but, here. But, but no, St. Paul's got a team that's got quite a following and a new stadium they play in down there. Um, you know I'm yeah, I'll have it for you here in just a second, Monty. It is the oh gosh, MLS. There we go, leaders. I do not have it. It's not showing up on my app uh, here. Minnesota team, anyway. But and the Minnesota has always had like um, even in the early days when Pele was playing for the Cosmos, the Minnesota Kicks mm-hmm. was, was the the team down the Twin Cities that played Minnesota United. Minnesota yep. United, that's what they call them. Yep. Huh, that sounds like Manchester United or those English same teams. initials MU. Yeah. <laughs> huh, I wonder why they did that. Yeah, that's amazing. But anyway, I don't know. Raven, when you were in high school, was there soccer? 
I don't know. I was more of a video game person. Yeah, I think we know that. Yeah. So, so uh, I have no idea. So, so there I was, was in the same boat too. Guys, I was playing chess in the lunchroom when soccer practice or football practice. I don't know what some kind of practice. Did you was play going any video on. game soccer over the years? No, I haven't. No, yeah, I've played a couple <laughs> random ones. A little, a little FIFA, not a lot, but there were some good arcade soccer games. There's like this Tiny Toons soccer game I played a lot of way, 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 way back on like the Genesis, and a couple other random ones. Uh, Ultimate Beach Soccer, like yeah, some some good ones over the years. I know well, Thrillville had a bunch of soccer mini games. But, but, oh, but, but at yeah, any rate, yeah. this was one of the biggest things in in in, in soccer news. In, in decades, in, in the United States anyway, and, and I know we probably should get this Northwest Tire ad in there. Yeah, uh, well, actually, why don't we uh, switch it up a little bit? Uh, I could go ahead and play our Churchill video ad. Do you want to try and reach out to our guest we were talking with earlier while I get that going? Sure. All right. Why don't we do that? All right, so we'll throw it to Churchill Shoes, our, right in the Grand Cities Mall. Perfect. It's nice having Dale as the analyst and the producer. All right. Shoes has moved. One of the largest SAS dealers in the upper Midwest is now in the Grand Cities Mall and ready to find you a pair of shoes that you will love. At Churchill Shoes, they measure both feet to make sure you're getting the proper fit. They carry men's and women's styles and offer free special orders when shoes aren't in stock and free in-town delivery. Churchill Shoes has operated in Grand Forks for over 65 years and over 75 years of shoe fitting experience on their staff and can cater to all of your footwear needs. Open Monday Monday through Friday from 9 to 5 and Saturday from 9 to 3. Call 701-772-8256 or online at churchillshoesnd.com. Next time you're in need of footwear, give us a try. Your feet will be glad you did. Churchill Shoes in the Grand Cities Mall. All right, we're reaching out to our special guest. Who is the special guest? Hello. Yes, hello. Is this the spin doctor, Mr. Chuck Foreman? Yes, so uh, this is Monty Stensland with the Grand Forks Best Source uh, Sports Highway in Grand Forks, North Dakota. Um, boy, to, to, to just get a few minutes of your time, I know you're out there traveling somewhere around the country uh, and you've been doing lots of appearances. So, so where are you at tonight? Oh, right now I'm in uh, Wisconsin heading east. And so I'm down around... Wisconsin Dells right now. We got a little bit of a late start, but are we moving. So if we break up, that means we must have hit a uh, dead spot or something. But sure, we'll get back to you. Well, no, well, well, that's that's great. We're just glad to have you on. You know, I got. I don't want to keep okay. a lo- keep keep you out here a long time, but I've been a big okay. fan of you all my life. Um, I'm a 60 year old guy, so I'm not quite as old as you, but not a whole lot younger. And I remember your heyday and, and when you first got there as a rookie and you were coming out of Miami and, and being the spin doctor and all. Um, I, I, I try to tell people about, I compare you to, to current running backs or, or, or people in the past that we could even point to as to what your running style was like. And I, I mean, you were very unique because you, you, you were a power back, but you also were a finesse back, right? Well, I was a fullback. No, I just happen to be kind of a different, unique county guy when I came into the team. So, yeah, you. Uh, well, you had you had you had pretty good speed, and 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 I mean, one of the things things I tell people all the time is the fact that you led the the NFL in catches, receptions, right? 
Exactly. I mean, I don't know if a back before you or a back since has done that. I don't think so. I think you're the only one, aren't you? Um, I, you know, I don't keep up with all those stats and things like that. You know, I just know that the way uh, we, we played uh, offense when I came to the Vikings, you know, the runner-receiver type thing, is we were the first to do it on a high level. There's a lot of guys that were, uh, let's say, uh, a bit had the ability to do that, but we kind of took it to a whole different level. Well, yeah, you. I mean, as a running back leading the league in, in receptions, and and there's a lot of folks out there that would would credit Jerry Burns with being like the uh, inventor of the West Coast offense, correct? Yeah, well, Jerry Burns, Jerry Burns was uh, responsible for that. You know, you know how often that he created. I think San Francisco got more of a of recognition for our offense because they renamed it the West Coast offense. But really, it was a purple offense. Yes, yes. Well, I mean, you had Fran the man as the quarterback, and when, when he retired, he had every passing record in the book, right? Yeah, exactly. So that's uh, how I got, it all got started. Obviously, you I, I know I've seen shows and things like that about multi-purpose bands. <laughs> and they have me mention my name. And we're the guys that do things. So, so I, when I, like I say, when I try to compare you to play, I, I talk about your power game being like an Earl Campbell or a Walter Payton type power, but then your, your, your finesse pass-catching game was like Roger Craig. I mean, you were, you were a combination of all these guys. Well, yeah, I was there a little before those guys, some years, but, you know, I would say that um, we set the standard for, you know, like I say, receiver. So, so, you know, and I, I, I don't want to keep you very long, but I got, I got, boy, I got like such questions to ask. And what I remember was, was when you and OJ Simpson were, were vying for the touchdown title, uh, I think the last, right. ga- last game of the season, and you edged him out. I think, with, with like, what, 20? It was the last game of the season, and it was snow, a snowy game in Buffalo. Yeah. Uh, I actually had four touchdowns in that game. Uh, he had three, but what happened was I got hit in the eye with a snowball, mm-hmm. and uh, the coach was the to keep me out, and had I stayed in the game, I probably would have broken on. Yeah, no, I remember watching that game on TV and seeing you get hit in the eye with the snowball, too. And when people talk about fans and, you know, there was some snowball throwing here not not too awful long ago at a game. And I remember that very vividly because uh, and, and, you know, I, I was a Viking fan all my life. And, and, and just one of the things that I, I'm really impressed with is the Wilf family and the new organization and how they've kept you, you uh, veteran um, team Hall of Famers or, or, or greats from the past uh, kind of in the loop. And, and Isn't that true? Well, I think they've done, all, they've, they've done a pretty good job of that. So about it, uh, you know, um, it's, um, yeah, it, 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 it's better with the Wolf. 
Wilson, Wilson car. You know, uh, we do a lot of things outside of that too. So, you know, it's all been good. Well, and, and, you know, I've, I've, like I said, I've followed you a long time and, and, you know, back, back several years ago and I, I, co- I get down to the Twin Cities quite a bit myself uh, and, and go out to restaurants and whatnot. And I, I, I was at a Kincaid's restaurant down in Bloomington and, and you and Carl Eller were out together and, you know, I, I'm, not, I'm not so forward that I'm going to come up and run up on you guys and I mean, let, you, let, let you alone, enjoy your night. Yeah, uh, that was quite some time ago, so... Yeah, um, I mean, I Carl and I have been to King Cage. That, that, that's the only time I was here with Carl, so it, I guess uh, he was in the time of him and I were there. Oh, yeah. Well, and, and then so so a handful of questions that I'd like to just throw at you really quick is... Um, All right, let's get to it. You 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 played against a lot of great great players. I mean, in them Super Bowls, you you played against L. C. Greenwood, Mindro Green, uh, John Matuzak. I mean, we're talking the the top of the mountain kind of defensive players. So so of all those guys out there, who hit you the hardest? Well, I really, I I really couldn't tell you who hit me the hardest. I think. The key is not to let them hit you hard. So, <laughs> that's yeah, so that, that, that kind of the way I kind of handled it. But I think uh, when I was a rookie and um, we were playing Chicago Bears and everybody always talked about Dick Walker. Yeah. How hard, and how hard he hit. And so being a, a kind of like a guy just trying to – but anyway – I think there was one play that I just wanted to know how I was going to feel for Dick Buckets to hit me. And I jumped into where it hit me fast. And that was like something that I would never ever try again. <laughs> yeah. uh, well. it, 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 it hurt something. <laughs> That's yeah, funny. And and yeah. and then you know I I, I I try to think back to like your contemporaries at the time. Um, you know, there's a lot of great running backs that played that people overlook. Um, Lawrence McCutcheon. Oh yeah, no doubt about it. One of the greats of all time. Uh, yeah, you know, a lot. Of, you know, Terry Mitchell, a great Pruitt. You can go on that Otis Armstrong. You can go on down the. You know, and then everybody measures you so much by. You know, it's not, you know, I, I measure guys by input plays. I don't measure them by yeah. how many yards, you know, because, you know, over the years, the, the rules change, everything's changing. And so you can't look at this stat to measure the greatness of a player. Oh, no. You measure by, yeah, you got to measure him by, you know, big plays, uh, down distance plays, uh, Crucial plays, all kinds of different stuff. And I think it's um, a people not talking about you, but when they major guys, too often it's about uh, you know how how many yards they have, how many catches they have, but not by how much of impact that those plays were. Certainly, and and you know, like I bring him up because you you guys had some classic battles with that Los Angeles Rams team. Oh yeah. 
Jack and Joel Youngblood and, 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 and James Harrison, you know, those guys, they, they, they were, it, it was a whole different time and only a 14 game season. And, and, you know, another guy, uh, MacArthur Lane. Uh, yeah, he was there with St. Louis, but he was there. He, he went all, uh, they, oh, he went, and then he went on to Green Bay. Yeah, Green Bay. Yeah, that's where I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about you guys playing against him there. And, and, and yeah, he went on. So, so you're talking about players that people forget, but they were they were very, very good players in their own right. All, all acceptable players. And, you know, uh, you know well, we who know the business recognize the greatness. Like I say, some people, uh, I, don't, I, I don't agree with how they measure sure. uh, the players so much today. Uh, well, because you can't compare, you know, guys in my time to the guys at this time. Oh, no way. No way. I mean, there's there's no possible way to do it. And, and I'm convinced that... If, if 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 you were playing today, you'd be the highest paid running back in his, in the league, and, and there's no doubt about it. And 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 that's it. That's one of the things that. Yeah, but I would hope so. no doubt about it. <laughs> well, like I said, you had that combination of, of, of speed and finesse, and 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 the, the the very you were really like the very first guy that caught the ball out of the backfield like that. And then, of course, you were the first Viking with a thousand-yard rushing season, and you did it like the three, three, four years in a row. There, I know you almost did it as a rookie, and up until that time, it was it was Dave Osborne, you know. And of course, up here in North Dakota, that's one of our heroes. Yeah, yeah, Dave, yeah, Dave and Bill Brown, those guys were way before my time, but they had like nine or ten years before I here. But they sure shared their knowledge, and all the things they knew about the position with me because I was actually pretty new at uh, running the ball because oh. in college I was three different positions. So, yeah, those guys were fully responsible for so, any success that I had. So, so I have really two more questions I want to ask you and then we'll, okay. we'll let you go about your day. I, I know you got lots going on. Uh, number one, right. uh, Coach Grant. So Bud Grant passed away here recently, and I know you guys all had the, right. the big service and all that, but is there any one one item of advice or, or, or something he said to you or did with you that, that will, will live on with you forever? Well, the one thing about Bud, uh, I think he understood how to treat his players. I mean, he knew how I liked the older players. He knew how to them. He knew, you know, he was a player, too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, so yeah, and yeah. I, I imagine him him being an athlete was was uh, trans uh, uh, went across the lines with with the guys he was coaching and and, and working with. Um, but no, I, I got to, I got to meet him myself too, and and you know he's up here. He's always going to be revered. You know, right? Well, no, as I was saying, he was. Uh, uh, I think him and Jim may have played one or two years. As far as Bud goes, I guess the, the one thing I could say, he already, he already he always had teams that were really smart, maybe not the most talented, but very smart, very responsible. And the other thing was that, uh, you know, anybody that plays comes into pro football as a pro. Uh, I think the Bud showed you how to be a professional, and that was why his teams were so good. Sure, and 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 you know, like I said, you before you 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 
those Super Bowls you were in and those playoff games you played in, you were playing against some of the very greatest players that have ever played. And that Pittsburgh Steeler team or that Oakland team or that Miami team, if you guys could have had a second game against them, I think you'd have had them. I really do. Well, I, I think after, after, after the Super Bowl, we played each team and we beat them. But, I know. You know I, I would say this, that the only team that I thought was better than us uh, was the Miami Dolphins. Now, I really felt, felt that we were better than Oakland and better than Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. I just think that we made mistakes when we changed up our offense. Things were uncomfortable, and we could have went, and in my opinion, we could have stayed with what got us there. Uh-huh. And I tried to thank everybody. So, But it's all in all, you know, we've uh, been a long time since the Vikings came to the Super Bowl. Oh, I know. So I said it all. So, and and so, so my last question. Okay. Drew Pearson... And Nate Wright. Right. Drew Pearson pushed him, didn't he? Of course he did. I mean, <laughs> of course he did. Yeah, absolutely he did. <laughs> but, uh, no, I, I'm positive he did. I mean, the way, the way Nate Wright fell down, the backwards away from the play, and no, it was, it was, you guys got robbed in that one. No, I, you know, I don't know about those Super Bowls, but you guys got robbed in that one. No, no doubt about it. That's it. The film doesn't lie. That's right. right. So had it been, in, that's one thing about today's game with the instant replay. Yeah. That would have been, re- and the game would have been over. Yes, it would have been. Yeah, that's unfortunate there. But uh, Mr. Spin Doctor, Chuck Foreman, thank you so much for taking time out to visit with us. And uh, Godspeed, man. Oh, I think that is, uh, is, is your line still open, Monty? Is he still with us? Or Yeah, I'm here, oh. but I'm, I'm, I'm yep. so, to get off. You got, you got any questions for him? Well, I, I didn't want to take oh, a... Oh, yep, no, ch- ch- my, my producer over here has got, got maybe a question. Oh. Oh, oh, oh no! I'm I, I. I just want to say, yeah, thank you so much for taking your time with us on the road, no less. So, yeah, thank you so much. Hey, I appreciate it, man. I, no problem. I, I, I thank you for getting a hold of me, and we'll be in touch because I definitely will be out there in the Dakotas sometime soon. So you can go to chuckle24.com and you'll see my schedule, and maybe we can get together when we're out there. Yeah, yeah. Anytime you come through here, we're definitely going to get you in. Chuck Foreman dot Chuck Foreman dot com. You said right. Uh, Chuck Foreman forty four dot com. Oh, Chuck Foreman forty four dot com. All right, gotcha. Perfect. There you, can't that 44. Uh, there you go. There we go. All right, Chuck. Thank you very much. All right, bye bye. Bye bye. Wow, there you go, Monty. What a what a great interview there, Chuck Foreman, former Viking great. Uh, he, he and Miami Hurricane great. Yeah, he's he's um, like I said. Um, when I was a young man, that was the guy, man. He he was, well, leading the league in catches, leading the league in touchdowns, and, and, you know, making way, way, way less money than these guys today. So what do you think of that, Raven? Mr. Chuck Foreman. That's awesome that he took the time to... I know you said you were working hard on uh, trying to reaching out to him over the course of the last several weeks to come on the air, so that's very cool for him to take some time to 
come on. And I, I was going to ask him a couple of things, but he, he's a very busy guy. I know you're mentioning on there. I didn't want to take up too much of his time. Oh, yeah. That, that should be st- Oh, there you go. Yeah, go ahead. That should be Steve. Supersonic Steve. Supersonic Steve! There? Steve, are you there? Can you hear us? Hello. Steve? Uh, Monty, I think, you know, yeah, you, yeah, you did pick up there. Is that him on, on your line, on your ID? Yep. Yeah, and you do got the volume up on your end. Steve, by chance, do you have your mic muted? Supersonic Steve? Steve, we do not have you, um, though Monty's line has you connected. Uh, mm-hmm. You want to try giving us a call back? Or if not, Monty, do you want to disconnect your phone and I'll connect uh, the work phone? We could have Monty tr- or we could have Steve try calling the regular number there. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Why don't we do that? Yeah, we'll give, we'll give that a shot there. All right. So, one sec. All right. So, uh, yeah, Monty, I was looking at uh, Chuck Foreman's just his accolades from over the years. Started in three Super Bowls with the Vikings, and yeah, 1973 NFL Offensive uh, Rookie of the Year. So many great stats. Oh, he 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 was like I said, way ahead of his time, way uh, ahead of his time. All right, I think we should have Steve on the line now. Can you hear us? Supersonic Steve. Steve, maybe it says he's connected. One sec. Steve, go ahead. Okay. Oh wait, Steve. I, I hear. I have you on the work phone here. I just gotta connect it to our Bluetooth here. So give me one sec. I hear you on the work phone. I just gotta connect it. Monty, why don't you go on ahead here? Uh, I know we got a couple other Vikings-related player stories. Yeah, while do. we, uh, while I'll, I'll work on getting Steve on the line here. Uh, we know we got. Yeah. G- so so today the uh, Vikings, I believe, released. Uh, and that was I was going to ask Mr. Foreman about that too. What he thought, but. Uh, Apparently, uh, Delvin Cook has been released by the Vikings. They couldn't come to a deal, and they couldn't get a trade deal arranged, so they've flat-out released him to save money under the salary cap. And um, The guy is like a four-time Pro Bowler and has had four years in a row with 1,000-yard uh, uh, oh, rushing. You guys got and, disconnected on the Bluetooth here. I, I did. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah, yeah, I did. Um, but, but no, and, and, and so it's, it's sad to see him go, but they really needed the cap space and... and um, gosh, I don't know what it is about the running back position these days and, and not getting the, uh, the, the um, value. Like the wide receivers and quarterbacks are sucking up all the money and the, the, the running backs are, are, are like being devalued, I guess. Um, I don't know. It's, it's an odd deal. Raven, do you know anything about that? I do Delvin not. Cook and, and, and the rush. Well, I, I know I got a couple of uh, notes on uh, Dalvin Cook here. Like, yeah, that. According to the, he supposed to, he had like a sixty-three million extension he signed in twenty twenty. Yes. And I guess it said the Vikings can split the dead cap from his contract over the next two years because he was released after June first. So. Yeah, they'll save like nine million dollars on the salary cap or something like that. Were you surprised by him? Because it seemed like he was been on a roll with them those last well, few years. I, I just, I you know, when you don't really have somebody that that can replace. A guy like that, I have to wonder, uh, what do you, I mean, I, and I like Alexander Madison, I, and I don't know, you know, what, what kind of stats he'll put up if he's given the ball full time, because he's more of a power back, mm-hmm. where, where Delvin Cook is more of a scat back, you know, the, the tricky one with the speed, uh, and, but also Delvin Cook has had, um, been prone to the shoulder injuries, uh, missing time, uh, but also... 
like I said, Alexander Madison's a bigger back. Um, boy, if if we could get a a, a 22, 23 year old Chuck Foreman in the backfield, though, that would be the key. I mean, man, there there was nothing like that guy when he played. There, there it really was. It was way ahead of his time, and and the uh, the production out of him was insane. Whether he caught a pass, I, I just remember watching him run into piles of players and come out the other side. Um, and we got one other Viking player that's in the news also. Oh, who? Jit former, uh, you know, uh, oh, UD Jim player. Oh, Jim Saucer for the College Football Hall of Fame thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. we're going to try to get Mr. Kleinsaucer on. Gosh, that'd be huge. I think um, he's he's uh, somebody that I think we can probably get a hold of uh, a little, little, maybe a little little easier than uh, Chuck is Chuck was because he's so busy, he's constant demand for him to come out and do talking because of his career and what he did um but no the vikings and the and the dealings so so jim klein saucer is uh going into college football or, or being nominated for college football hall of fame and then and then we've got uh delvin cook's release and they're trying to figure out what they're going to do with that running back position and then we want to flip back over to the the Minnesota Twins and and their season and and they drop below 500 but they still maintain a two two game lead, and we talked about Luis Arise and his 403 batting average and how nice that would look in the Minnesota lineup right now, uh, given all the strikeouts and they're, they're they're on pace to set the record for strikeouts. What do you think about that, Raven? The Minnesota Twins are on on pace to set the record for strikeouts. Of course, it'd be the Twins the one to do it. Well, they did set the record here a year before last for home runs yeah. in a season. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so they're good at setting records. That's just winning, uh, uh, you know, the, the whole the whole shebang, I guess. Um, so, Raven, you took your horse out for a ride. Yep. Equestrian. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, so when you, uh, how far do you go? Uh, if I'm going around the stables, not too far, maybe two fields or so. But these fields are massive. They're like three to four blocks. Yeah, and, and so do you multiple passes then? And yeah. You, yep. do, you, do you like like go through poles or anything like that? Or up any, and down ditches. Up and down ditches. Up and, and down ditches. He doesn't. The horse doesn't stumble and fall. And well, he does a few times, but roll over on you or nothing like that it hasn't rolled over on me yet not and, intentionally anyway and, so and so this little ride you took how long did this take oh my gosh like 50 minutes well yeah, so so like i mean how many miles do you think you covered that not a lot oh well you know what let me i have a tracker app i could actually okay, tell you exactly so you can tell us how. exactly what you did yeah we're still having trouble getting supersonic steam. Yeah, I'm on. doing some troubleshooting, doing some rebooting and all that fun stuff yeah, here. Well, I don't know. You know, because it, it was odd because we had my, my phone hooked up. Okay, yeah. Somebody else is connected. It, yeah, Monty's phone was connected. Monty, are you sure you got your phone disconnected I, from the Bluetooth? I, I believe I did. Hang on there. I, 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 it's I, not my phone, I sorry. swear. Hang on. I, well, I'm on the air, but I'll, I'll, I'll take a quick look again. Yeah, I've, I've, I've disconnected yeah, it. Four and a half miles. I went four and a half miles. All right, gotcha. All right, I'm just doing. And now the Bluetooth is off. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I got I, it. I, I canceled it. I didn't shut it off. There you go. Right. No, I meant off the broadcaster. There we go. Okay. Sorry, guys. That was that was more me. I think again. We still. Okay. Yep. Yeah, I got it. All right. We're good. We're good. 
So, but that you're, you're, yeah. So, so, so the horse, the horse ride. Yes. How far did you go? Four and a half miles. Mm-hmm. And you didn't get bucked off or nothing like that. No. All right, we should be good. Well, if you give some volume, we should have Steve on the line now. Hello there. There we go. Uh, Success. So, oh my gosh. So, supersonic Steve. Oh yeah. We made it. We well, made it. Well, before before we got to you, um, for fifteen minutes. I had the great Chuck Foreman on with us. Oh man, one of my favorite, all-time favorite running backs. My, mine, mine too, man. Mine too. That's I. Robert said the same thing. Yeah, and and I I spent a month tr- trying to tr- track him down, and when I finally got his information and stuff, he was nice enough. He was he's traveling out in Wisconsin, but he gave us fifteen minutes of time, and I threw as many wow. many questions at him as I possibly could. And then he's a Miami guy, isn't he? Yeah, yes, Miami, and 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 yeah. man, he was. Do you know he he led the league in receptions? Out of the backfield, I could. Yeah, I, that doesn't surprise me. Well, he's he was so talented on every aspect of it. Yeah, he could block. Well, and, and, and he was he was a power back and a finesse back all in one. He could do it all. Oh man, you remind me of OJ Simpson. <laughs> well, in his prime, it's on well, the football field. Well, and we talked about that because um, the the one season he led the league in touchdowns, Chuck did. He and OJ yeah. were playing against each other in Buffalo, and we we talked about that. And and he he mentioned where the the Buffalo fans threw a snowball and hit him in the eye, and he was taken out of the game. He'd already scored four touchdowns, I think think three rushing touchdowns and one receiving I touchdown. Remember that. Yeah. And 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 wow. he and OJ had like traded touchdowns in the game, leaping leapfrogging each other for the for the touchdown title. And then Chuck was just telling us that he thinks if he hadn't got hit in the eye with the snowball, he'd had five touchdowns. <laughs> so, well, he was on a roll. Yeah, forgot about that. But but no, he he was like, uh, it's a guy that they they cannot forget about in the NL NL annals because he was way ahead of his time. And we talked about, you know, Jerry Burns was uh, Bud Grant's assistant coach and yeah. that and that the West Coast offense was really the Vikings offense. And and that's what he talks about like when Bill Walsh and those guys took it out to San Francisco and started running that pass offense. Well, the Vikings were the first ones to do that heavy pass offense, you know, Fran Tarkenton when he retired. Oh, yeah. Well, held every passing record in all of football, you know, and, and yeah. you know over the years he slid down the list, but he he had the most passing touchdowns, he had the most uh, passing yards, he had everything. I see uh, producer Dale over here has been working his butt off tonight, and I know he's got to get a commercial in here. Yeah, yeah. Why don't you, I think we're due up for uh, Northwest Tire money? I think okay, uh, I'll grab that. Well, I guess while you get that ready, I will say I did went to Northwest Tire this past week at a nasty flat because of some bad shocks uh, uh, that were due to just go bad on me it was it was quite the ordeal but they took great care of me and you know chad hoffy runs the squad over there and having me back and at it in no time great service over there yeah so northwest tires has a job opening a front counter sales they're located on gateway drive working with customers running up work orders deal with selling tires and inventory of them pay will depend on experience also the benefits are part a paid time off health insurance 401k and more so if you're looking for a job, uh, kind of an office job, I guess, uh, 
call Chad Hoff at 701-780-8473, 701-780-8473, or apply online at nwtire.com. That's Northwest Tires. Um, and Chad Hoff, you know, is one of the bullring guys, so it's a big racing outfit too. It's always, uh, that's you want to have the racing guy as your boss. But anyway, back to Supersonic Steve. Did you take that game in last night? Oh, every minute of it. Uh, every minute of it. I, I think I might even text you and say, this is, uh, oh, yeah. I don't know. I, I think Miami's in trouble. Well, it's kind of funny to watch the pundits on all the uh, national t- uh, sports shows because when Denver won game one, they were all saying sweep. And, yep. then, and then when Miami won game two, it was, oh, Denver's in trouble. Miami's in the driver's seat. And now with with they go to Miami and Denver takes game one in Miami, game three of the series, so now they're up 2-1 and have home court advantage back, and now it's flipped back around. Oh, it's going to be a five-game series now. And I don't know. I, I guess the, the adjustment that the Denver Nuggets made is they've gone to a heavy, heavy dose of uh, Jamal Murray and, and the Joker, uh, Nikolai Jokic, in a, in a uh, Stockton Malone-type uh, pick-and-roll. Only both guys can score. Well, weren't they both triple doubles? Yeah, that and that's yeah, yeah both. So that we call it one of our one of our headlines in the, in the title tonight was a double triple double. Yeah, that was some yeah. crazy crazy NBA history that was being made with that. Yeah, thirty. And then I think that other power for or that other forward's not bad either. So like um, Aaron Gordon. Monty, I was getting some things situated there. Did you cover how that was a big landmark with uh, the history that was made with that? that? No, I didn't. I just brought it up just now. Okay, so, yeah, that was, yeah, Jokic, Jokic and uh, yeah, Murray, they, yeah, first time ever in either regular or postseason NBA history that two players from the same team got at least 30-point triple-doubles. So, yeah, huge. Yeah. Uh, oh, awesome. I know. It's unheard of. It's unheard of. Raven, did you, yeah. did you watch any of that game last night? I did not. I, I, I'm, I, I'm assuming you were glued to it. Yeah. Yes, just for you, Monty. Just for you. Probably not. No. Well, that's okay. We know. We know. We, um, but if you're just a spectator or some sort of basketball junkie, after that game, I mean, Miami has to make some major adjustments. Well, they do. And, and I don't, you know, they're not big enough for one. Um if 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 I think if Michael Porter Jr. and Aaron Gordon, Porter, that's the kid I was thinking of. Yeah, if, if those two play worth their salt at all, they're just too big. The the team overall, and and yeah. you know I, I I think it's really though it's been a great matchup. I mean, how refreshing to not to have to see LeBron James. You know Bingo. That, you know who that is Raven. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. Let me ask about a player, if you guys know the either name here, that made uh, NBA history last night. Well, I guess NBA Finals history. Uh, uh, the Heat's Udonis Haslam. Oh, yeah, the oldest player to play in a Finals game. You know, what I noticed was his hair is a little spotchy. What the heck's going on there? I, I, I think I'd, would, I'd, I'd have done something about it's like he was missing like chunks of hair out of his head i don't know well i was looking up his like uh, his his stats on basketball reference because i was seeing similar records go through when they were in the conference finals but he only played like in garbage time not even a full minute uh yeah. no it was it was basically to get him that 
give him that oh, record. That record. Yeah. And but yeah, because he didn't get one full minute of play. He's kind of like a garbage time player, and I know he's kind of like a legacy player, lend his tutelage or like a, more of a player coach. Yeah, player coach, and because uh, it like it's, the last several years he's only played in like maybe like not even ten games a season. Uh, I know he's been battered with injuries and stuff too, but. Some of his appearances have been more of an enforcer. Yeah. And uh, his, it's like, it, this is his 20th year. So he started the same year LeBron James started. So since 2003. And only, only he's been with the same team the same whole team, time. Which is rare in the NBA. This 20 years with the same team. Yeah. And uh, uh, he broke, the record he broke was Kareem Abdul Jabbar's record with the Lakers in the 89 postseason when Jabbar was 42 years and 58 days old. So, yeah. Big ups, big ups to him. Yeah, I think the two guys that he actually, yeah, Jabbar is one of them, and then I think Robert Parrish is the other guy that he was surpassing. And Udonis Haslam is one of those guys that just worked really, really hard. Mm-hmm. I mean, he had a level of talent, but he was nowhere near the most talented player on, on any of the teams he ever played on. He was just that junkyard dog, and you need that. Yep, I think every team that's ever been successful has one. Yeah, yeah, that, that's that's the the the, the lunch bucket uh, uh, blue collar guy that's out there setting picks, diving on the floor, uh, getting rebounds. Yeah, yeah, playing good D, setting picks, good teammates. Yeah, and and setting an example for everybody else. Raven, would you agree? That's I an agree. awfully big Coke bottle you got there. Yep. <laughs> You should yes, be doing a, she should be doing a commercial for Cole. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got a quick uh, deal for you. I was talking to some folks back there huh? about our show, and they said, next time you're on, ask them about two guys from the Bisons in the 80s. Two, you ready? Yep. Jeff Askew? Well, Jeff Askew is my buddy. Okay. I, I know him personally. I got his phone number. I know his son. I, I, I actually was down there and lived in Churchill Hall with Jeff Askew. I, I know Jeff like back of my hand. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, there's one. So yeah. you check that box. Yeah. Uh, Mike Bendis. Mike Bendis. I know Mike Bendis too. He was there at the same time. Mike Bendis was a, uh, he still lives in Fargo. He was, and so does Jeff. Uh, Mike Bendis was a freshman when I was down there. I was a freshman also, and he was from Cudahy, Wisconsin. And then he ended up being a shooting guard on that NDSU Bison team. Um, they, in 1981, they won the NCC, uh, and, and then they played in the Division II playoffs, and they lost to Puget Sound out, out on the coast. About uh, two miles from my house. There, and, and so that was in 81. And in 82, they came back, um, and they kind of floundered a little bit. But then they had another run in, like, 83 or 84, and their center was a guy named Lance Burwald, and he actually got drafted by the Lakers and spent a little time over there. But, but no, Mike Mendes, who, who's, who's asking about those guys? Um, I, I, uh, my, my cousin uh, lives up, uh, up in the middle of nowhere, uh, but their family is from Grand Forks, oh, and uh, so they're you know know these guys. And I said, well, I, you know, I'll ask them. I don't know if they know them, but sure enough, there you go. You know both. Oh yeah, yeah. No, because in those days, the uh, Irv Inninger was the head coach at NDSU, and um, 
he had what they called the Milwaukee connection. Both those guys are from Milwaukee area, Cudahy, Wisconsin, and then Jeff was right from in in the uh, inner city of Milwaukee. And I will tell you right now, Jeff Askew is one of the best point guards I've ever witnessed in my life. So, so Monty, you said you had a little bit of history. You know these guys. Did you happen to cross paths playing with them either in, in, in school or city league or, or just like pickup games at all? All above. All, all above. Them? Oh, wow. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah there no, you go. No, I, I – yeah. No, Jeff – Jeff we, we Jeff Askew uh, goes by the nickname Q, like the Q ball. Okay. And, and, Q and, ball. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. The nerd in me automatically thought of Star Trek when you said Q. Well, well he, he was he was yeah, he, he, yes, hey, Paul, producer Paul agrees too. But but he um he he there were there were games for the Bison where he led the team in assist scoring and rebounding from as a six foot one guard, and he was one of the fastest men I've ever seen. I was literally in practices with these guys and and um, running line drills. This guy was like a greyhound, way out ahead of everybody. Uh, just amazing, an amazing athlete, and um, you know it, it's very fortunate that he stuck around uh, the Fargo Moorhead area, and he has coached many, many, many youth uh, basketball teams, and and th- he's been a big influence in that city for for basketball players. And, and no, there's oh, that's a, awesome. Yeah, no, he's 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 a one of a kind gem that North Dakota has never seen the likes of since. Wow. Dang, big wow. history. Um, I want to make sure you give a shout out to. Uh, we see we got Smalls hanging in the chat there. Uh, he has a question. I don't, this was kind of like one of our topics to bring up later today too. But uh, news from earlier today. He wants to know thoughts on uh, Dalvin Cook's release from the Vikings. Well, you know, like it's a money thing. I mean, for sure. And and you know, I know we kind of touched on it a little earlier. Yeah, but Steve, I think you might have missed it because that was like where we were talking about how the Vikings can clear up his dead cap space over two years. Yeah, so, and, yeah. and I think it's going to, uh, yeah, they're going to have like nine, $9 million to spend. And, you know, I, I um, gosh, it's hard for, hard for me to almost even keep track because I'm so giddy about Chuck Foreman. Yeah, no, that was a, that was a huge, huge, huge yeah. get, Monty. Now, the one question I did want to ask him, but I just felt bad we were taking up a lot of his time was uh, that, you know, I was wondering, when he went to college, the NFL-AFL merger was going on in uh, 1970. And, uh, so, and now, I guess, uh, we can kind of segue that into another topic. We had another merger that just happened in sports. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. You, well, I'll let you cover that. Yeah. So, um, but, uh, yeah, so the merger we got going on, this kind of surprised me at first because I thought it was just like, uh, like it was, they're kind of dressing it up as not that big of a deal. But, no, the merger I'm talking about is – PGA Tour and Live Golf merging. And so at first when I saw the headline, I thought there's some mergers you see going on where they call it a merger, but one company usually has more of a controlling stake than the other, like, you know, uh, UFC and WWE just officially, well, they're in the process of wrapping it up. Once they announce these, usually it takes like a year or two years of paperwork to, to wrap up. But, uh, but UFC, the Endeavor ownership group, has more of a controlling stake than WWE but they're officially calling it a merger. I thought this was the case, but no, this is actually a legit uh, equal merger between PGA Tour and Live Golf, but the, more like the ownership brands. Uh, so uh, they, they actually released an interesting statement. They want to, quote, to unify golf by merging with the DP World Tour 
and, and also Live Golf. So it's like three uh, PIF, uh, Saudi Arabia's public investment fund. They fund Live Golf. And so to have PGA Tour, and that's a very controversial group because everything that's going on with Saudi Arabia and the overseas, you get, I'm not even going to get into it. You can look up all the stuff and the details surrounding that. But uh, a lot of, uh, there's been, a, it's been pretty polarizing just that PGA Tour is merging with them. But here's the details on it here. Uh, so the merger in short will see PGA Tour, DP World Tour, and PIF, the group that funds Live Golf, combine uh, as one group in commercial operations. Uh, PGA Tour will remain a 501c tax-exempt organization, but the newly collectively owned, yet-to-be-named entity will be for-profit. Now, litigation between the PGA Tour and Live Golf will also end because those groups uh, have a lot of backlash going back and forth about stealing each other's players or trying to make players exclusive to one group over the other. But that will end all the litigation, and there will be a route for Live players to reapply for the PGA Tour or DP World Tour membership next season. <laughs> so we got a new person at the at the host chair here with a fun hat. What? <laughs> with a fun hat? <laughs> I was just waiting how long it took for you guys to actually see that I'm sitting here in Cinemani. I, I thought that uh, this would be more appropriate than a New York Na- uh, Yankees hat, so... <laughs> oh. Did you see I mean, the comment earlier you know, about... Uh, if we're, we're going to have a clown show with popcorn, you know... <laughs> All right, I'll give it back. To did you, you did you see Keith's? I think it was Keith or John Beergard's ch- comment in the chat earlier. They were like, "Hey, what's going on? This is like the first time in months Monty hasn't had a New York sports memorabilia on there." They said, "I don't feel. I must not be feeling well because I don't have any uh, any uh, Yankees or Knicks hat on or anything like that." Um, but yeah, what, what do you think of that PGA Tour and Live Golf merging? <laughs> well. Boy, I, I did a lot of commenting on, on national talk shows this week over that because people were like, um, originally when, when those guys went off to the live, the actual guys that turned down the money on the PGA were like, absolutely not. We're not doing this. They took that big moral stand. And my thing, excuse me, was, was that they... they, they is, is 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 Katie here? <laughs> ten out of ten. But but anyway, the 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 thing about these uh, golfers that they took the high moral ground, and and then these other guys that went to Saudi Arabia, and and my thing is is that, well, you know, the government deals with Saudi Arabia all the time, and the big the big brouhaha is that Saudi Arabia violates people's civil rights all the time, and 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 they chopped up this journalist. This journalist that was, I guess, anti-Saudi Arabia government, and and got himself caught up in that Usagi, I guess, was his name or whatever. But but to 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 pretend that they haven't overlooked, I mean, as far as the U.S. government and and everybody else, the 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 civil rights atrocities that go on in Saudi Arabia are they worse than in China? And Nike and Adidas and all those other things. I mean, that's that's the thing. Is like, okay, so you golfers are still out there wearing your your Nike shirts and 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 those kind of things, but but you're not uh, you're worried about about these civil rights violations in Saudi Arabia that you can do nothing about. So I don't know. You take the money, and that that was my point to these national pundits. I got in on and got to talk to was that, hey. A golfer is making, he might make $3 million in his career, and now he's going to make $100 million for one season. I was like, 
gee, I should probably forego that because I'm on such a high moral ground. I think I said it's few and far between that would actually live up to that principle type lifestyle in this monetary market we live in. Well, it seemed like Live Golf was such a long ways away. I know they're well funded, but like as far as like viewership and like popularity was uh, far, far second from the PGA Tour. So for this merger to come off the way it did in this initial announcement, if all finalization goes according to plan, it's okay. And and, and that's the other thing about it, though, is that so these golfers that for went so didn't didn't take the money they they the, the hundred million dollars they could have had but they were oh no we're good where we're at we're, we're we 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 despise that now they're linked back up with those guys that took it and they so they lost out yeah so they i know they lost a lot of money yeah but according to these details, they can reapply for PGA Tour membership or DP World Tour membership. Uh, yeah, the, the yeah. live guys. Yeah, the live guys. Yeah, yeah, so the live guys didn't lose a damn thing. Mm-hmm. Is, is the point? No, is no. the point? The guys that the guys with the moral high ground lost out on all this cash that they that could these, have made for a year and a half. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh man! Do you want to talk about shooting yourself in the foot? It's yeah. like, hmm, this is like playing the stock market. Yeah. They they lost and, and, and I'm I'm still surprised. I was like catching up on the news earlier today that it just it went down as it did like this. How somehow they got to play goody goody or I don't know the back of your mind. I'm sure they will never say this, but do you think that uh, Live Golf uh, ownership group made them an offer they couldn't refuse or probably yeah, 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 exactly. they, they, yeah they made the PGA a dollar amount that absolutely the same thing that took the players. What do you think about the huge huge dollar amounts or? I mean, it was ridiculous money. Uh, I think the PGA commissioner really had egg on his face. Oh, he, he looks did. really bad. He, he looks does. Really he does. He looks, he, looks, he, looks, he looks like childish and foolish. Yeah. If that, he came out like a big shot, like, oh, no, it's or you, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You know, he turns around and plays candy ass and, you know. And, and yeah. basically patted his own wallet like, yeah. like they did. Just like they did. He should be fired. Yeah, well, uh oh, Paul's over here raising hell raven. We don't know. He's he got the bullhorn out. No, you totally were. Don't even. No, actually, I I I no. You've done it before. You've done it before. I could I could do it later. Okay. You've already done it. Raven, for what it's worth, I'm like, please tell me you're not actually going to. Yell that, and he's like, I, "I just wanted to do it for a good thumbnail." He said, <laughs> "But so I could, I could swear he well that Paul said he he wouldn't actually blare it in your ear because I've been all right. That may that I wouldn't have been a good move." <laughs> Raven is nodding in agreement. Well, he's already done that once. Were you so, not so, here for that? So super. Sonic. I remember a lot of use of the megaphone <laughs> over the last several weeks. It's hard. It all kind of blurs together. <laughs> yeah, it does. So, so producer Paul had the megaphone right up the next next to um, Raven's ear, and I'm kind of of the opinion that if he had done that, she might have kicked his ass. <laughs> Pausing, yep, yep. I already threw a pen at him today, so well on the way. About to get into fisticuffs. No, I've, 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 I've listened to Raven threaten people. <laughs> you know, it's you I guess, listen to me threaten people? Well, just, just, just in passing, I'm just, not... I don't threaten in passing. What are you talking about? No, no, no. no. You, you scare me. That <laughs> <laughs> will change the title of the show to that. You scare me. That'll be the the topic of the show today. I or don't title know of the show. I scare you. 
Yep. No, we're all about sunshine and rainbows and hugs yep. here on Fork yep. Sports Highway. Ain't that right? You know, I guess speaking of like curses, though, I got one quick uh, thing to throw your way here, Monty. I was bringing this up. Uh, you know, the new Madden 24 cover star was revealed uh, earlier, I think, today or yesterday. And uh, it was pretty interesting because last year they put Madden on the cover for the first time in many, many years because it used to be Madden on the cover for like the first like 12, 13 years of the game. But uh, then they're like, all right, we got to have actual players on here. But then, you know, Madden unfortunately passed away. Well, and, and, and really what it, it turned into like the Sports Illustrated Jinx kind of thing. Yeah. Because the football player that made the cover for, like, between 2001 to 2022, of those, like, 22 years when it was a football player on the cover, maybe, like, 19 or 20 times that football player either had, like, a bad uh, season-ending injury or just a just a real bad, lousy year altogether or something bad altogether happened, but... Uh, but you know, there's been times where it's been good. Calvin Johnson broke the record for most reception yards in the season when he made the cover. But uh, but last year it was John Madden, you know, as a nice homage because he passed away. Mm-hmm. And uh, but they announced this year new cover star, Bills quarterback Josh Allen. Are you ready for him to have a terrible year? No, oh, I'm. I expect that he's going to break. It. <laughs> he's going to have like a Joe Theismann type leg break or something. So I hope not. Yeah, well, that was what happened to was it? Uh, I think Michael Vick the year he made the cover. He had a bad leg injury. Yeah, yeah. I just. You know, Isn't but, Allen from like the University of Wyoming or something? I, I, Josh Allen. I don't know. I don't, I, I mean, I to me, I, I he kind of just jumped on the scene for for me for the Buffalo, but but you know, Supersonic Steve, the 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 Madden curse is kind of akin to the Sports Illustrated cover curse. You mean you remember how it uh, was for us? Yeah, for years. Every every time. A baseball player was put on like the, the the major league baseball issue or the NBA issue or the football issue. It was always, you know, like they were they would go from first to last. You know, yeah, it was like just terrible. just completely yeah. backwards. And you know, I I just I believe in those kind of curses. It's like I don't want to be put on a cover of something that once it starts, it seems like it doesn't stop. Right. It, well, curses are, are meant to be broken, or records, as they say, are meant to be broken, as the adage goes. But so can curses. You know, we've, you know, we talked. Uh, was it a week or two ago? Curse of the Bambino, Red Sox. Yeah. You know, being one of the only, t- one of the few teams ever to come down to major sports playoffs history, down uh, zero games to three, and uh, uh, other yeah. records. You know, you no know, one thought Roger Maris's record would be broken when he had the home run record, and you know, you could debate the. You could say Aaron Judge was the first one to break it without uh, question, questionable uh, circumstances. Well, no, that's absolute fact. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, well, Supersonic Steve, you know, last week I was talking about how I purchased tickets to go see the Yankees play in, in, in Colorado in the middle of uh, July. And, of course, last weekend Aaron Judge makes this great catch against the fence in Dodger Stadium and hits his foot. How long is he out? Well, they say 10 days, but I've been reading... And, you know, I'm a big Yankee guy, so I've been in-depth on this thing all over the place. And, and they're saying his toe is not broken, but he has bruised or strained a tendon in his big toe. So he, like, basically has turf toe or he kicked the wall, oh, like man. the base of the wall. Yeah. And, and, and there, are, there are some suggesting that he might be out till after the All-Star break. And I, I was telling Sandy that this morning, so my wife Sandy... And she looks at me and goes, when is that? I said, well, that would be after we're in Colorado. 
Well, weren't you telling me? I think we were talking about a little bit before the show here too uh, that the Yankees are trying not to make it sound as bad as it is. Like that's that's and that's that's you know that's what they're suggesting is that the Yankees are like holding it close to the vest. They're not releasing the info, and some of the inside guys that I'm reading are saying expect him to be out till after the All Star break, and I'm like, oh my god. (laughs) Where are they at right now in the standings? They're in third place. They um, eight games out. You know, but we're beginning of June, so it's a long season. Hey, they could be yep. like the, the they could be like the Minnesota Twins, have a losing record, and be on top of the AL Central. Yeah, the, the Twins lost today, and they're one game under five hundred, and they have a two game lead in their division. Yeah, thirty one and thirty two is a Twins win loss record after today's loss to the to the Rays, and uh, yeah, it, they're, and they're on a five game losing streak. They're just doing just. Absolutely miserable. What do you think uh, about that, Raven? A team with a losing record leading their division. Good for them. <laughs> Good for them. Good for them. Well, they're they're also about to set the record for strikeouts in the league. Did you hear that, Steve? That the Twins are uh, they're on a pace to set the record for strikeouts. They're Who's the a, batting coach? Who's the batting coach? Well, and and then you know they traded Luis Arise away for this. Lopez, who's, who's Pablo it? Lopez. Pablo yeah. Lopez. Great trade, and it wound up being for the Twins. Yeah, and 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 I, I do not say that facetiously. <laughs> well, Arise is batting four oh three as of today. I mean, yeah, he, it's great to see Arise is yeah and, and, dominant again. And 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 the thing about this though is the Twins are striking out more than ever. They're on a six game losing streak. They have a two game lead with a with with a with with a, they're underwater with one game under five hundred. Arise is batting 403, and the next closest to him is Freddie Freeman at 333. That's your that's your batting race. Well, I mean, what was it when Arise was with the Twins still last year? He he led the AL in batting average, and we were keeping yeah. up week to week. Like, okay, this is the latest he's doing. He's do, still doing good. He was leading the league for a long time, but eventually dwindled a little bit, a bit yeah. but still led the AL in batting average. But Pablo Lopez has been doing great for the Twins. Unfortunately, despite still doing a lot of great games, the Twins' batting in general has been horrible. So every time he has a great performance, they still lose. And and, and what's crazy about that, Supersonic Steve, is that the Twins have had – for the last several years, they have had a fairly potent batting lineup, but a horseshit pitching staff. No, no pitching. No, no, no. no uh, we need to correct that. It's uh, relief pitching staff has been horrible. Oh. Starting pitching, for the most part, has been spectacular. Okay, well, well, you got to have both, though. If you don't have... Yeah, yeah. You, Again, you, you, process, you, yeah. Oh, no, big time. Yeah. And, and, well, here's a couple quick stats so, from this past so, week. So now they have suddenly have pitching, and they can't hit. Well, yeah, Pablo, Pablo Lopez uh, just the other day in, in, in Wednesday's loss to the Rays, they lost one to two, uh, seven innings of just one run ball, and they still lost. And, yeah, uh, Joe Ryan got a loss of, of like 6.2 innings, almost seven innings, and playing two-run ball. So, you know, starting pitchers still, and Sonny Gray's having a pretty damn good year too, and Bailey Ober's doing really, really good as well. But, uh, yeah, it's just... It was interesting. They inspected him for abuse of the Rosen bag in today's games. I know. I was listening to yeah. it. I listened to the game today, and I was like, I thought they were... <laughs> 
because because we're referencing he was told, that a week he or was, two ago. He yeah. was told to go wash his hands, and then came back out and they sent him back to wash his hands again. And I thought, oh, isn't this the same thing that the Yankees had happen with the Twins? Yeah. And then they interviewed the umpires afterwards, and even the umpires were like, you know, we're, we we you know, we just wanted to make sure everything was on the up and up, and we just had him wash his hands to start from scratch again. And, and yeah, Ober was just ticked. He said this is the first time it ever happened to him, and and he was just it was just frozen in sweat. <laughs> But, yeah, yeah, tw- I'm, I'm just still surprised. 31 and 32 win-loss record for the Twins on top of the Hale Central by two games. Yeah, well, there was a story already I'd talking about the, uh, what they call it, the popcorn division or something like that. It was, it was, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I could do that's a good one. I hadn't heard that one before. Um, I should throw out there a good thing that goes with popcorn is uh, if for those are into adult alcoholic beverages, you may want to tune in. We got an awesome uh, sh- new show on GFBS. Oh, that's, uh, yeah. There are a few episodes in, and they got their new episode coming up tonight at 9 p.m. Uh, the Brew Brothers, all about the craft beer. And uh, I think they, they even give some like local domestic, not local, uh, domestic brew some love. Uh, but all, if you want to find out all about the craft beering scene and touring and all that, uh, give a shout out to Shannon and Alan of uh, Brew Brothers. They do a fantastic job. I tried a couple of the beers they brought in, uh, like a, like a, what was it, a Half Brothers Salty Lime Beer, great summer beer beverage, and a couple of the other ones. This maple beer, I thought it was awesome. So you can find that. Oh, I think there you they, go. There we go. Yeah, there they premiere the episodes premiere live uh, every other Thursday at 9 p.m. on GFBS, and uh, or you just find them on the live or on demand replay. Just search so, GFBS on social media or podcast apps. Yeah. So the beer, the the Brew Brothers beer show will follow us up here at uh, nine o'clock tonight. Mm-hmm. And yep. I, and producer Paul's got something to say over here. Or no, oh, no, oh, I, was, I was just trying to give the applause button. Oh, I know. I, I, I hit every wrong button. Hey, it's all right. It's all right. I, I, I did that a bit too today. So, <laughs> well, I know I, I tried some of their beers uh, when when was Shannon was in here, and boy, he, I was I was like falling into a corner. And Shannon's a big sports guy. We got to have him on here again too. Uh, yeah, we've had it a couple times. Yeah. So, Raven, you want to pipe in on here? This 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 twins dilemma and that that underwater mark of theirs and still being in first place and all these aspects of their team and how they how they suddenly can't hit the ball after they were hitting the ball but now they can pitch the ball but they can't hit the ball and before they could hit the ball but they couldn't pitch the ball it sounds like a there's a lot of up and down it's it's like a lucy sketch or something i don't know i Oh Sounds gosh, like yeah, that's that's Good a nice God. deep cut. Oh, I appreciate that. Uh, I know, Raven. Uh, we could give the WNBA some love here. I think I got a WNBA note in for you. I believe I do. The Minnesota Lynx got first win of the season, beating Washington Mystics eighty to seventy-eight. Ooh, that's a close game. Uh, Lynx have one win and five losses. Wednesday's game postponed, uh, and next play. Indiana Fever tomorrow at seven. Yeah, I actually I actually saw highlights of the game. Uh, I, I saw highlights of the game yesterday, and uh, yeah, just be- because you know we try and get Monty has been joking the last like year or so, giving the push for the WNBA, and uh, just but now with the we're kind of covering earlier in the year how you know with the college playoff success for women's basketball uh that i'm like you know i should make a good-hearted effort to give the wmba some uh, serious try to get into it so i'm like all right i'll try and 
watch some uh, uh, some links highlights uh, once or twice a week from one or two of their games, read the beat reports. So that's what I'm doing, Monty. I'm doing this for you. <laughs> oh yeah, the WNBA. Yeah. Well, I'm. Uh, I've I've enjoyed what I've seen so far of the WNBA this year. Um, like I said, Kalia Copper for the Chicago Sky is my favorite player by far. Um, I like the names. I'm not gonna lie. The like this is so. So the names of the players are the teams. The, the teams. teams. I, I do too. Teams. I really. I, li- I literally do too. I think they're really very neat. Okay, because like you got like the Nuggets and like all these other weird ones, and then you have like the Lynx and the Mystics. I'm like, okay, right. I can get on board for that. All right. Well, how about how about this? I could just run down some of the other team names. You guys give me their thumbs up, thumbs down. What do you okay. think? All right. So okay. we have the Phoenix Mercury. I, well, I, that, it, it fits. Is it plural, though? Like, well, I think it's the a, Mercury? Like, a lot of these teams are a playoff their NBA team name. So we, for the NBA, it's the Phoenix Suns. And Mercury's closest planet to the Suns. So I can go fitting. with that. Yeah, I could go with that. And, I mean, I like it, but like, I feel like they could probably do something better. Could be better, yeah. Could be better. Dallas Wings? I like that one. There you go. Uh, then uh, New York That's Liberty? Well, the New York Liberty, come on. But, but the Dallas Wings, I'm not. I'm not keen on the Wings. I'm, I'm not sure, sure what what how that got to be because it's the Mavericks is the guys' team and okay. the Wings. So I don't know. Please tell me they're advertising for Red Bull if their name is Wings. Red Bull can certainly afford it. They own a F1 team, so that's all I'm saying is if that doesn't happen, that's a missed yeah. opportunity. Got Las Vegas Aces. I like that one. I like that one. Well, yeah, that goes, and of course they're the also dealing under the table. Speaking of energy drink names, we got the LA Sparks. That's not bad. Yeah. That's not bad. Seattle Storm and the Chicago Sky. That's my team. Monty's, Monty's go to sky. So yeah, those are just some of the, some of the uh, WNBA teams. The, the one I don't like is the Connecticut Sun. Mm. The Connecticut Sun. That's that's a, that's what you come up with. I mean, I mean, you have the Phoenix Suns, but why the yeah Connecticut Sun? I don't know. I, I just don't. I don't get that. And then you have the um, what is the Atlantic Fever? Indiana Fever. Indiana Fever. Mm-hmm. What Atlanta's got a team too? So why are you naming something after an ailment? So the, 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 so the Indiana Fever. Atlanta Dream. The Atlanta Dream. Yeah, I kind of actually like that one because that goes with the Martin Luther King thing and all. I know, yeah. I think Atlanta, I think WCW Wrestling, Dusty Rhodes, and he, he did a, a lot of great speeches also implementing uh, Dream into it. He was the uh, American Dream, Dusty Rhodes. The American <laughs> so. Dream. Now you brought him up. Isn't there like a documentary on him running right now? Yeah, WWE's done a few documentaries on him over the years. Legendary superstar, wrestler, uh, great career. No, delivers I... some of the best interviews in the business. I think it was uh, A&E did a documentary on him. It was fan- fantastic. With his sons in it and yeah. his daughter. and Yeah, yeah. 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 huge, huge relationship with his sons that got into wrestling. His, I mean, his son Cody Rhodes right now is one of the WWE's top wrestlers. So. Well, and, and Dustin Rhodes. Dustin Rhodes. He's they, also a wrestler. And he had a huge off-and-on relationship with Dustin, and they make sure to detail that. Very, very emo- Well, I'm a big wrestling fan, so I'm biased, but very, very emotional watch. I, I got oh, into I it. Dale Dale just lit up because we went into his wheel. Sorry. You got, I, did, <laughs> I didn't even have wrestling in my nose tonight, Monty. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but, no, I do have one thing I wanted. I, um, there's a, a hockey family out of Hallock, North Dakota. I'm Hallock, Minnesota. Hallock, Minnesota. Uh, Tyler Hennen was a star forward for the uh, uh, Hallock uh, 
boys high school hockey team this past year. Um, he's going to be going down to play in Sioux Falls in the USHL. So, you know, Sioux Falls. Oh, yeah, Fargo right. Force League, yeah. Yep, yep. Congratulations. And, and then his older brother is already playing up in Anchorage uh, for a team, and we talked about him way back months ago when I did the, the Hallock Hockey story, the birthplace of, birthplace of Minnesota hockey. But uh, this Tyler Hennon is, is, like I say, going to Sioux City to play uh, USHL, which is a pretty big deal. Um, and then they plan on uh, him going up to Alaska to play, and then uh, both the brothers are going to be playing at Augustana in college. And so wow. I wanted to make sure I mentioned those, those kids, and, and who knows, they may end up in um, other, other, other colleges or depending on how the juniors go for him. You know, because you get recruited out of juniors, whether you're at Lincoln or Sioux City, Iowa, or, or, or Sioux Falls, South Dakota, or, or Fargo, North Dakota, those junior teams, other colleges are, are gobbling up those players. Well, a lot of like USHL players, I remember we ran, to the, ran the stat a, a couple months back, how some, uh, a huge amount of USHL players went on to colleges and eventually got picked up by NHL teams and just flourished, just getting that extra development uh, in yes. the USHL. So that's huge. You know, it's interesting, you know, bring up hockey. I don't know, should we do our, our little NHL Stanley Cup uh, latest and greatest here? No, well, yeah, I think we got we to gotta also mention, you know, the NHL is going on and they pick up again tonight, game three, the Florida Panthers are at home. Does Raven have anything on the Panthers and the, the hockey going on over there? I do. Uh, Vegas Golden Knights uh, leading the Florida Panthers. Um, two games to zero. Golden Knights uh, dominant in bolts. In both victories, um, last beating the Panthers uh, seven to two in in game two, game three going on now. And I got a up, score update: Panthers are currently up one to zero with five and a half minutes left in the first period. And you know, a few minutes ago we were talking about these uh, WNBA names, and 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 Raven was a little disappointed in the Mercury uh, or, 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 or the Wings not being the Red Bull thing for the, the Dallas team. And I can't help but think about her, her take on the Kraken and their logo. Don't you dare <laughs> open that can of worms. Don't you dare. You Damn opened it, Monty. Monty. Damn it, Monty. I, opened it. <laughs> I, I want to know. I legitimately... Want to know because it's just an S. It's just an S. It's not even like a tentacle. Like you're gonna have so many opportunities. So many opportunities. So many. Yeah. So, so many. Yeah. Hey, <sighs> Supersonic Steve. I guess speaking of Seattle teams, uh, anything going on in Seattle sports land with like the latest on the Mariners or even WNBA Seattle Storm? Uh, anything you have for us? Well, uh, Mariners are playing about 500. I think they might be 500 or a game under. They've been up and down, really. Uh, playing really under what everybody kind of thought they would do after last year. They're, they're, uh, but, yeah, like Bonnie said, it's early. It's early. Uh, there are more talk about the Sonics, actually. There has been some chatter about that. Oh, so the the return of the Sonics, and then and of course, of course, the Vegas team, because those are the two places that we're going to yeah. get teams. And and it's it's, it's kind of you know it's becoming more up, you know up front and center. It is. I hope so. It's your. It, we need them back. Oh, I know absolutely. Uh, yeah. D- Dale, Dale's over here twitching again. He wants me to do this other ad. Twitch, twitch, twitch. <laughs> he, <laughs> he's uh 
No, he's always on top of me. He's twitching. He's twitching. Yeah, River Cinema 15. Is that it? Oh, there we go. River Cinema 15 and the Shire Bar and Grill. Make the River Cinema 15 and the Shire Bar and Grill your next dinner and movie destination. Both are located in the River Mall in East Grand Forks. Either dine inside the movie memorabilia restaurant, the Shire, or take your meal to the movie you're attending. Some of this week's feature attractions are Little Mermaid, Fast X, The Machine, Hypnotic, Guardians of the Galaxy. Um... You can find the complete showtimes and listings online at rivercinema15.com. Don't forget about the Tuesday special of $5 movies all day long and five fifty senior matinee specials on Wednesdays and Thursdays. I'm the only one in this building that qualifies. The River Cinema has luxury recliners and expanded concessions that now serve adult beverages and is family-owned and operated by the same company that runs the Grand Theater in Crookston. For their showtimes, look online at morefamilytheaters.com. That's morefamilytheaters.com. So River Cinema 15 in the Shire Bar and Grill. All right. Well, I got that out of the way. They should be happy with me. What are you laughing about over here? What is a matinee? You say that all the time in oh, that app. What is the Middle of the afternoon. Really? Yeah. So, Why don't they just call it a movie? Well, it, matinees can usually get cheaper pricing. Oh. Or, okay. or old people okay. can go for less, like me. Oh, yeah? Because so you your bedtime is like What was that? Do you call it, when you call it a matinee, do you also call it supper for dinner? Oh, no, I'm... Okay, I'm, I call it supper, and I am young, okay? Don't no, be hating on that. No, I just... Hey, everyone, that's like one of those culture-regional differences. Parts of the country call it dinner, parts of it call it supper, parts of it call soda, soda. Other parts of the country call soda Coke. But uh, I, I just got the word from uh, Paul that we are giving away a pair of River Cinema movie passes. So Ooh. all all you got to do is, before the end of the show, go... For, and this is the first person to do this, so you got to have that trigger finger. We're going to keep our eye on our email box. So go to gfbestsource.com, fill, hit the Contact Us link on the top of the website, and just fill in your information and just say, I want those tickets in the message, and hit Submit. It'll go right to our email. First person we see, we receive an email that sent us a little Contact Us link submission, you know, so they'll win a pair of River Cinema 15 movie passes. And we'll get a hold of you Dinner and a movie, so so there there you go. Is, Whoa, uh, dinner. dinner and a movie. So which, which place are is supper. is the dinner from? We got a couple. Supper. Shire. Okay, so there are supper. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. You get a, a, a gift card to the Shire and two free movie passes. So go to gfbestsource.com. Hit the contact us link on the top of the website, and yeah, just give us your information. Say I want those tickets, and we'll give you a dinner and a movie gift card to the Shire. Gift and two movie passes to the River Cinema. So there you go. Can't go wrong. We'll make sure to announce it by the end of the show we'll keep our eye on that inbox there so uh monty are down to about our last 10 minutes uh i know i got a couple of things i know you got a couple things what what all well my my one thing that i have is ellie Dela cruz rookie for the cincinnati reds supersonic steve did you happen to catch this guy this week at all oh yes i did my god you we're talking super, you're talking uh, flash he he yeah. is He's like six foot five, Dominican Republican. He just hit a four hundred and fifty-eight foot home run and a triple, and he had a single today and a loss. I was watching the game, his first big league game, and his the first big league hit he had was a double the day before. And then and, then, and how old? I I don't know how old he is, but did you? Oh. The, he's a kid. Seriously? He's just a kid. Yeah. 
He's just a kid. But 458-foot home run. This guy... That's unheard of. I did it! (laughs) Raven... Raven actually entered the. You know, we'll, we may leave it open too in case anyone else still enters here. You said here. first. You said first. Live on air. Thank you. You said first. Okay? You didn't say there was going to be a drawing. You said first. And I take it you were first. I was first, damn it. Yes, I was. She's Paul. There you go. And that's why she scares me. So, Paul. Why? Because I'm right. Paul, the email gonna, inbox is clear for. somebody up right now. Raven was the first in. Are you officially to giving them to Raven? Yes. Oh, okay. There you go. Paul. So, so, Paul Mr. Paul said Raven's the winner. Congrats to Raven. She's. That's where you started, Bonnie. I know. I, I, I know. I know. From the Midsummer Music Fest. Yeah. So, so yeah, anyway, let someone else have it. Ellie, Ellie, Ellie Dela Cruz is is like the new superstar in the league. Steve, he's he's like already been timed as the fastest guy from home to third because of this this triple he hit the other day, and then he hits this tape measured job home run. And did you see the kid that caught his home run ball? What they did with him? Yes, yeah. How that cool was, is that? I mean, that's good shit right there. That that, that is promotion. Promotion, promotion, and I'm I'm a you know I'm a Yankee fan, but I'm also a Cincinnati Red fan. I the big Red Machine back in the day, and and they're the oldest um, uh, team in Major League Baseball, the Cincinnati Red Stockings. Oh, started yeah. out as, but I thought it was St. Louis. But no, you're probably right. no, it, it's 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 Cincinnati, and 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 the the um the kid that caught this guy's home run ball, so his first home run of his career. The, the security went out to him. Hold on. Steve Allred won the tickets. Raven. Okay. I'll take you out to a movie if you want, but Steve Steve won the tickets. Okay. All right. Congratulations, Steve. Congratulations. Steve Smalls. Well, it's no, a, not, about the same not, thing. Not, not, no. What? Is that the same guy? Yeah, that's the same guy. Oh, come on, Steve. No. Okay, they're going back to Raven. <laughs> <laughs> Who was first? Paul, who was first in the email? First. Raven was first. Thank you. Okay. Like, come on now. Well, now now Raven and Smalls have to have a fight. <laughs> oh, boy. I, what are you a talking cage, about? A cage match or something. Cage match, flaming tables. I don't want to fight no one. Okay, they said first. I was first. So so, so getting back to Ellie Dela Cruz <laughs> and, and his phenomenal beginning with the Cincinnati Reds, I am so happy to see the Cincinnati Reds with a foundational player, again. It's been a long time. Yes, and and but but the kid that caught the ball when the when when the security went out to him to get this guy's first home run ball back, he didn't want money. He said what he wanted was he wanted to go meet Ellie Dela Cruz, and he wanted signed baseball and a signed hat and a signed bat. Well, that's not a big ask comparing for a big for. I'm sure that was huge. And he wanted and he wanted sign balls, and he wanted his seven buddies to go with him. Oh well, no. <laughs> that's cool. I mean, that's 
No, and they all went. Wow. They all went. I mean, that's great. There's pictures of all these young dudes at a baseball game. They got to go down to the locker room that and was meet great. this were, guy. I mean, he asked for a lot, but it was a and big there, deal. And there's yeah. a photo of all of them holding autographed baseballs. Hold on, hold on. I just came up with the perfect solution. Can you guys hear me? Yep, yep. Okay. You're on. So it's <laughs> movie tickets for two with a $25 gift certificate to the Shire. Dinner and a movie. And because we had the debate between who was the winner, Raven, Raven and Smalls are going to go on a dinner date no and watch a movie. Nowhere. That is exactly what's oh. going to happen with these, ten- these tickets. Yep. He can have them. Uh, if it's going to come down to that, he can have them. Uh, what? You guys have a good time. Yeah. It'd, be, it'd be really fun. Smalls is a great guy. You, you guys would have a great time. Come on. I've got a boyfriend, though. <laughs> well, you, 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 had, <gasps> you had a boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. I was first there, my <laughs> tickets. No, okay. no, Raymond's the I, no, 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 no. Dale said... First. Yeah. Well, that, that was, was as per Paul. Yep. First. Okay. And yep. who was the first <laughs> to right. comment? Maya, okay. I feel bad we've derailed your story here. No, I got it in there. Yeah. I got it in there. <laughs> I did get it in there. Yeah, we snuck it in. But, but oh. no, though, it was, it no, was that actually. Was, that was a great, that, the, how that all happened. That was great. Well, I'm sure you created a huge, huge moment for the player to get that, that game ball. Oh. And a huge moment for the guy and his, and his friends. Yeah. Oh, they're all beaming. You wouldn't, the, the smiles from ear to ear. And all those guys, and and you know, I, I just imagine being in a ball game with a bunch of your friends, and and having a chance to go down to the locker room. Would you take those bunch of losers with you? You know? Wow, that's I, awesome! And all those autograph memorabilia. Yeah, yeah. And, and, man, that, that's, they'll never forget that ever. No, those guys are bonded for life. All him and his buddies, they're going to be thanking him forever because. And then just imagine if this guy turns into the next Barry Bonds or, 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 or you know, the, yeah. you know, oh man, yeah. I remember the day you took us down there, <laughs> you know? Oh yeah. Cause, cause this guy's, there, this kid has got a reunion or something, having beers at the bar. Oh yeah. This, yeah. This, this guy, and I mean, we're talking a five, five star, a five, a five tool player. He can do it all. He's, he's got a gun for an arm. He's fast. He's got power. He's a switch hitter. I mean, you, God created this guy. Wow. Sounds like he's got top prospect all over him. Yeah. Yeah. And he said this is his first, his first career home run. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, hopefully bigger and better things. So, uh, uh-oh. We get, <laughs> For the love of God. Yeah, I see Steve does not want to let this go on the chat here. I, I, like, I, don't, I, like, I like the comment. I like the comment. I do, too. Oh, gosh. Robbed. Yeah. Robbed. Small. Small. Let's make this a video game challenge. Oh, Come gosh. Put the belt on the line. Oh, gosh. No, I won them fair and square. I'm, I I will definitely play you in a video game, but it's not going to be for these tickets because I won fair and square. There you go. <laughs> Steve, I'm sorry, man. You got to let this go. <laughs> we love you, Steve, but <laughs> well, I'm, I'm sure you, you are very, very uh, go-to and proactive on these ticket competitions here. I'm sure you'll get them sooner than later. So, well, we'll... I honestly thought someone else would win them. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> but uh, uh, so we, I'm sure we'll work something out down the line here. So uh, <laughs> Steve, you just said Raven can have the tickets. Smalls, yeah. but... be very, very scared. Yeah. 
But she's she's she she might all right. do something. Just you, you don't no. know. She, right. she's Monty, a stalker type. Are you for real, Monty? <laughs> Monty, yeah. Monty or Steve Raven, you guys got anything else? I, I may got one thing. I'll try and sneak in here. Do it. Fire away. I, that, that that baseball thing was my last my last item. All right. So a uh, couple quick things. Yeah, French Opens going on right now in tennis, and it's been going on for a couple of weeks now. They're they're down to the semifinals, but as we'll mention a couple of quick highlights. Rafael Nadal, he won last year, and uh, Andy Murray, they both announced withdrawals in the week leading up to it, so that was a pretty big deal. Nadal's been battling some injuries. He's hoping to be be ready, uh, I think, by the next big turn, Grand Slam after that. Uh, in the first round, uh, Daniil Medvedev, uh, surprise upset. In the very first round, he got he got ousted. Uh, he was predicted to make it to the semifinals, uh, maybe even the top four. He recently won the Rome Championship Tournament and regained his spot at number two ranking on the top of the world and got ousted in the very first round of the tournament of 128 players so that was a big deal uh by uh, yeah by qual- a person who had to make it in by qualifying uh theogo saboth in the first round and then uh yeah, so that's a big deal on the women's side. Uh, Iga Swiatek, or Swiatek, excuse me, ranked number one, got a big win against one of the top American players, Coco Golf. So just a couple quick highlights from the French Open. They're down to the final four on both sides there for women and men. So, and then in uh, motorsports, I would say, you know, I was at World of Outlaws last week. That was awesome. Uh, David Gravel won the future for the World of Outlaws sprints. Uh, Lance Schill won for the late models. Uh, I guess other just general highlights from the world of motorsports this past week, I will just say that uh, that F1 had a pretty good race last week there. It was Spanish Grand Prix. Uh, Max Verstappen had another huge, huge win, but uh, Sergio Perez had a bad qualifying. He started at 13th, but worked his way all the way up to fourth place, so that was pretty huge. Uh, and then uh, other than that... Uh, Looking forward to the races tomorrow night at River City Speedway there. So I hope to see people there. And uh, Guess who's announcing announcing it? Guess who's interviewing drivers? Know, so, so some, some loser dude. I don't know. Uh, oh. <laughs> Dale gets to announce stuff tomorrow. It's, yeah, if you're there, you'll see, see me. I'll be in Victory Room Lane doing interviews. Yeah, definitely give a... Definitely uh, say hi. Yeah, wave, wave, wave me down. <laughs> no, it'll be fun. I filled in a couple times last season. It was, it was a blast being that up close. And, yeah, always love filling in over there. So, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, other than that, uh, I believe, uh, I think that is everything. I Oh, Kyle Busch won, won at Gateway Motor Speedway for NASCAR. He got a sneaky victory there, uh, 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 just ousting Dennis Hamlin, fending him off. So, yeah, that's all I got. Come on. I've got two things. Oh, I've got two things. go for it, Supersonic. Rip graduated from uh, school college. My dog. Yay! Yeah. So he's now uh, an honor student. And uh, when we come back there, would you take my wife on a horse? Yeah. Why not? She knows how to ride. Yeah, that's her deal. And I, that's not my thing. But so. Yeah. Well, I, I only I only got one, but yeah. Why not? We try. Yeah. Why not? Why not? Exactly. When are you guys coming down? Well, don't you? Uh, we're going to be there around September. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Get a hold of me. Yeah, it'd be fun. Absolutely. Well, 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 don't you board your horse where there's other horses? Yeah, but everyone owns their own horse there, and I'm probably the only one that would be like, yeah, why not? So. Oh, well. I don't know much about that. And so if it's like uh, you don't want to, you know, don't want to fork nothing. 
no. No, it's not. It's not that. It's just a whole different as- atmosphere kind of a people. Well, send me to the uh, the lowrider guys, the ones that uh, just the old horses. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys have a good one. We'll talk next week. Absolutely. Hey, thank you, Supersonic. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. Okay, so uh, don't forget to look at the uh, Brew Brothers uh, Pub uh, show at 9 p.m. tonight. Brew, Brew Brothers beer or ale show at nine. Not tonight. Not pub. Um, the only. <laughs> what are you laughing at? Me? Yes, I'm laughing at you, okay. Monty. I am laughing. I do. No, I, at you. Um, I'm laughing at you. Dale, uh, Dale's trying to help you out. I'm not helping you out. <laughs> Well, I did have, uh, it, it, I, had, I had a fleeting thought, and it, it left. I, I lost it there in, in, in the haze, so I guess I'll just not cover that. But uh, once again, I want to thank uh, the legendary Chuck Foreman for spending yes. some time with us. Uh, man, uh, giddy, I, I heart, can hardly contain myself. I mean, I, 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 I followed this guy's whole career, and he was one of the very, 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 very best that's ever played the game, and he played against all of the great gods of football over the years. And to take a few minutes and spend time with us, uh, yes, thank you very much, uh, Mr. Chuck Foreman, the spin doctor. Uh, thank you for tuning in to tonight's Fox Forks. <laughs> wait, wait, we got new ownership. What? <laughs> Fox. I thought you were Fox. Say Fox. Yeah. I almost All did. right. Goodbye, everyone. Good night. I'm out. Night. I'm done. Yep. Thank Bye. you for tuning in to tonight's Fork Sports Highway. Catch us live every two- Thursday at 6.30 right here on... Uh, you know, I usually read this so fast. Thursday at 6.30 right here on Grand Fork's Best Source, live on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Twitch, and every other... Uh, social media site you can possibly find. If you missed us live, find our archives by searching GFBS on your favorite podcast, streaming, or social media apps. We're everywhere. Support GFBS by leaving us a five-star review on Google or checking out the donate link on top of the www.gfbestsource.com website. That's all for tonight. Thank you. We'll see you next week.